Washington Football Crunch. I'm Mike Chen, joined alongside Luke Monger Dogman and our W2 insider, Jackson Garner. Luke, have you bought your UW vs. Auburn tickets yet? No, so because the student tickets haven't come out yet. Wait, what's uh, the difference between a student ticket? Because like they'll be you know significantly cheaper. Ones. Is like really? Yeah, they'll sell. They'll still student tickets to the dog pack. You'll ha- you'll have to use like your student ID and stuff. Um, like for example, for the uh, for the uh, Fiesta Bowl, student tickets were like fifty bucks. Um, I'm like they will be more expensive than that. I'm sure, but I doubt they'll be more than a hundred. So my question is, do you ever just consider like? going to the dog man boys and say hey you want to just get me in on that media credential yeah, yeah so i transcribed like, a few you know yeah, post game interviews exactly and we so just i think work i will be <laughs> well so i will be i'm pretty sure hopefully jen cohen doesn't listen to this and find out that i'm kind of yeah. system here. <laughs> but i am uh like i am planning on being credentialed media for it sitting though in like with students <laughs> and then funny. i think i'm going to buy my like i think at least for the fiesta bowl you could buy two tickets Mm-hmm. Uh, two student tickets, tickets as a student. Uh, so I think I'll be buying those for my dad and my sister. And so, they're gonna mm. sit in the student section. Yes, with me, hopefully. So, cool. Yeah, that's the hope. That's yeah. That'll yeah. That sounds like it'll work. And well, I don't yeah, think I, will, I don't think I, I don't think Jen's gonna be tuning in anytime soon. So no, I don't think she. Yeah. Honestly, like, and I don't want to say this. This is not saying that like. Hopefully, people get that I'm saying this is a good thing about Jen. If she did listen, I don't think she'd be that upset either. yeah <laughs> you know, and, i think and, she and jen jen has to tune out the haters because there's a lot of them out there uh but jen's number one <laughs> jen, yeah jen, jen definitely has her doubters i'm i might be one of them but i'm not i'm not saying that either right now uh <laughs> go uh, let me talk about the actual ticket prices though like i personally have a problem with this but goeskies.com is charging like 225 250 yeah. for a ticket yeah. and people are freaking out like i said i'm not like if you're gonna go to this game it's gonna be a few thousand dollars. That's how entertainment sure. works these days. Like, if you want, if you, especially, dude, these are nice tickets too. Like, they're in the lower bowl. This is this is a, this is like a good offer. And where's this? Where's the game being played at? Again? Yeah, these are nice tickets. Is it what was Mercedes? That? Is it it's Mercedes, Mercedes Benz, Benz Dome. Dome. Yeah, it nice. is. Yes. Yeah, like it's spaceship. It's the most ridiculous looking thing of all time, but in a yeah. cool way. Yeah. No. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's super expensive. But like you said, it's the lower bowl, and the fact of the matter is, like. Like I don't know how many tickets UW got to s- sell, but I doubt it's actually that much, considering that I feel like there won't be a, a large portion of the stands wearing purple and gold. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I feel like there'll be some. I'll be, I imagine it'll be similar to the Peach Bowl. Exactly. I yes. I could I could see maybe fifteen, ten, fifteen percent. Yeah. Uh, Husky fans. Uh, my question is, how many like just guys go to that game? You know what I mean? Like just. You'd have like neutral bystanders. Oh, geez. Probably yeah, not many, right. if, because if I feel like if, if you're in SEC saying, country, you're in SEC country. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you're yeah. Udo, if if you're saying you'd have an Auburn's going to fill up like thirty percent of the stadium, they're they're really only selling like GoSeats.com is really only charging like I'm not talking about ticket price. I'm saying how many how what percentage of the tickets that they're going to fill up the Mercedes Benz Stadium? It's only ten percent. That's how much you're giving to the Huskies uh, organization right now. That's what I'd like. That's what I'd imagine. I'd imagine they give them close to ten thousand seats to sell. But that's just a total guess. I mean, I, and I'm just basing that off the fact that I like am assuming it's going to be a full house, and I'm assuming there won't be more right. than ten to fifteen percent. Well, if you if you want to buy them, if you want to buy them in a secondary or at least market of Husky tickets, the, or like the lower people. oh sorry, like the lower bowl tickets that are going for two twenty five, two fifty right now. Yeah, they're going for over a thousand vivid seats right now. Jeez, Jeez. I mean <laughs> that's ridiculous. Um, here, okay, here's my question. This just kind of came to my head. Like, how bad do, like, I don't know, the people who live in Atlanta and are, like, I don't know, what's the closest college football team to Atlanta? Oh, Georgia, probably. Yeah. Right? Well, right? Georgia, I'm pretty sure Georgia State is, like, in Oh, that's Atlanta. true, but yeah. that doesn't really count. But, yeah. <laughs> but, okay, so, like, largest Power 5 football team would be Georgia. How bad does the, the average Georgia fan in Atlanta want Auburn to just wipe the floor with the Huskies? Do you think, think they want to see that? I don't think so. You no, think? Do, really? Are you saying would they want to pay to watch? That Actually, happen? I don't know. Well, not I pay to like... watch it, but don't you think? Like, can't you just picture being like, like, yeah, like, come on, SEC, like, yeah, I guess go, rooting you know, for the like SEC, those maybe. Northwest folk think they play football up there. No, you don't. You guys yeah. play like flag football or something. Is what I can imagine. It's only been around for like twenty years in the yeah. Northwest. And <laughs> yeah, exactly. I would say I would say there's a little bit of, of generalization going on here, but like, I don't know, because hey. I, I think the the split between like when you 
think like personally, like, do you back the pack or do you root against Oregon? Like, I'd say it's pretty 50 50. Yeah, I, I think it depends on the school. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, it depends on the situation. I'm like, and I will admit this openly, people know this about me. Like, I'm an Oregon sympathizer just because I've my, my grandpa. Your, your family ties, yes. Yeah, exactly. So there's like, really, USC is the only team that pretty much in any situation I'm hoping they lose. You're not but, back in the pack on USC. Yeah, on USC. So, but I mean, I unless I mean, I, unless they were playing like another evil, like if they're playing yeah. Alabama, yeah, then yeah. sure. But, but I, I mean, I probably like, like the relationship between like Georgia and I mean, I would you know com- for sure competing like powerhouses in the SEC. That's a good point. That's a good point. I don't know. I mean, it's possible. I don't know what that relationship is like between Auburn and Georgia. Well, as part of the the ticket package to go to this Chick Fil A game is uh, you can buy a ticket but you can also buy and this costs 795 dollars per person two nights stay at a hotel that's really close to the stadium a husky welcome reception a husky pregame party and a souvenir and to me this is not worth it like what are you gonna do at a welcome like, okay you fly in friday i mean you're gonna want to explore the city like, i know you've I, been there before but yeah like, for like a tourist like what the hell would you want to go to a husky welcome reception for i can tell Where you exactly it? what it is because it's I'm sure 100% positive it's just the exact same thing that they did for the Peach Bowl. They yeah, they probably yeah. they had that bar. Yeah. I can't remember what the name of the bar was. It was some German sounding name. Yeah. And it was actually it was lit. It was kind of the craziest yeah. thing I've ever been to in my it's life. It's worth it. Is it uh like, you're not going like, this year. Like you're not so going So here's what it is. Like it's a fun perk and you will go if you buy the tickets, you will go, but like it doesn't add any value to the ticket. Does, does you know it, what I mean? Is it independently can you buy a ticket and then buy a separate ticket to get into the welcome reception? Because this no, is a I package think, that they're making right now. They're trying to get people to buy this package, and I think it looks ridiculous. Yeah. I think like I don't I don't even know that you have to pay to get in <laughs> to this thing. I think they're just giving like I think the value they're adding is their knowledge. <laughs> like, hey, this is happening. You <laughs> this, know? Yeah. But so because I remember I remember there's just a line. Like there there were people oh that were like semi bouncers that were like, Hey, it's too full right now, like wait one second. Really? Then, okay. Yeah, but it was like the line was like they're a good probably I'm really bad at estimating numbers. Like it was a full full bar. So like yeah. maybe like several hundred for sure. I was going to say yeah. a thousand, but that sounds kind of ridiculous. Yeah. Well, it's pol- it, like it's possible. And we're going to well, praise the welcome rece- Oh, Jackson, did you want to comment on the No, the, the no, not, he, no, no. Well, yeah, the wel- Okay, much. so yeah, the welcome reception, that's like it's I guess not really included. This is definitely more of the hotel accommodations because it's at the CNN Center. It's like the rig- it's like where CNN was originated. And you basically get two nights there. And again, it's just $795 for the, not including ticket price. But also included is the Utah pregame party. And I assume it's just as rocking the pregame party as the welcome reception. Oh, you know, you know, yeah, the pregame party. Okay, so yeah, no, this is literally the exact same thing they it's did. A, it for probably the, is. It, it is probably is. Yeah. To a T, the exact. Because I remember all of this. Like I remember we stayed. I stayed at that exact same hotel that was connected to the Turner. The Omni CNN. Like yeah, <laughs> Turner's building, and that's CN, where CNN operates. And then the pregame party was, you know, it was all right. Like they could have done better on the food. Like, but, is the food uh, free, or do you have to pay for the food? Well, no, you just pay for the ticket, and then it's just like, like kind of like a buffet style. Oh, well, that's sweet, dude. They got, like, yeah, well, no, I no, mean, how many it burgers was. can you scarf down? But I mean, they probably have like seafood. Like, no, no, it wasn't. It was like I remember the, the food. I remember thinking I was kind of cheated on the food. Like you, <laughs> I expected more from you, Dub. But I don't, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Especially it's but, a pregame. You know, like you're not especially for a national, yeah, a national championship game, and like this is this is what we're serving. I can't, God, I can't remember what was. It was like, like hot, but it looked like there were hot dogs, but it was like, like an elementary school lunch hot dog. Oh, like you know, it, it was, yeah, yeah, it yeah. It, yeah. Like it was a, just, <laughs> it was just like, oh my oh, goodness, like are are we serious right now? Was it a Coors Field Milwaukee style, you know, bratwurst mm, or no, 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 no. <laughs> variety. Yeah, but I I mean, I don't know. Maybe they'll Hey, maybe if Jen is listening and she'll she'll hear my complaint, and they'll turn that around. Well, cuz yeah, I mean the Husky band's going to be there. I mean, yeah. double alumni, special guests. It sounds like I, I, I okay, if you're gonna, When is the Husky band not anywhere? They're well, every they're legitimately they're, everywhere hey, every hey, whenever you think they're not there, they just come up <laughs> just playing like they're everywhere. That, well, they have to include it in the package to make it sound like bigger than it maybe actually is. 
Uh, okay, I've, I, you know, you guys have changed my mind because I'm looking at this stuff. It looks corny. It looks like unnecessary. If I'm going to Atlanta, I've never been to Atlanta before. I want to experience the culture. I want to experience the nightlife. I don't know like how much I could really get out of a Husky welcome reception. Or a UW, okay, the UW pregame party, that's kind of a given. You're at the stadium anyways. Um, also included is a commemorative uh, tour souvenir. And a lanyard uh, with a plastic oh, ticket holder ooh. on it. If you're a ticket holder, you get a plastic holder with it. And then uh, you get like an at your service thing where I guess you get like a phone number. And if you have any problems, you can just call the number. But uh, yeah, it's uh, it, it looks like if you're going to go, it's it's going to be a few thousand. Um, Luke, are you planning to do the whole package thing? Or are you just because I mean, you've already like what no, are you going to do like, in Atlanta? Like you've already done it before. Yeah, <laughs> I think I'll probably like if there are things that come with the student tickets when they come out. Sure, I'll do it. But like. I'm going to be there with my dad and my sister, and we'll probably just kind of do whatever we want in Atlanta, <laughs> honestly. We might just kind of go and see what the town has to offer us. Is Atlanta yeah. next to the ocean? I, I assume it's not. It's not. No. It's not. No, it's, it's not. I know it's not. I, know. Yeah, no. I, I only say it because I, I, figured, no, I figured out that uh, Philadelphia is actually next to the water, so I was like, okay. Yeah, it the, is, East right? Coast, the East Coast well. blows my mind. I don't you really must have, understand yeah, anything You is. must have failed geography just <laughs> horribly. <laughs> no, no, no. I know. Uh, Atlanta, does it have like a river or like a, like a lake? It's got to, uh, guys. I mean, it's like the gateway. To, I mean, the reason why I'm, I'm not I'm not that familiar with they Atlanta, wouldn't build a city like, of that size if there wasn't any water going through it. I'm it trying be- to. I just I'm trying to think. No, I don't think there is like a, <laughs> like a major like river or anything going through it. Body I don't think water. there. I don't okay. think there is. Well, um, UW right now is top five in multiple rankings, and they're. I mean, they, they've been running the rhetoric now in, in, in the media that they're UW's underdogs, and when they're playing Auburn, because of the close proximity. And I'm not, I'm not saying it's bad to be top five, but it's fun to pretend at least that Auburn is the better team heading into this matchup, and you do have to go out there and prove that they're better. I mean, there's a yeah, little bit of both going on right now. I think. I mean, I don't think it takes away from the like. I still think that there's a pretty strong like sense of going into like enemy territory. Yeah. Like, like I think it'll be more telling. Obviously. I don't. Th- first of all, I'll, I'll say this: like as the fans, it's fun to see like, oh, like we're the underdog, or oh, wow, we're actually ranked higher. Blah blah blah. Like I don't think any of the players really care what the rank. Like I, I genuinely think they don't care. I think that they'll be plenty of motivated to go in and win this game. And then, uh, but the second thing is, is like I think it'll be more interesting to see when, like, if if the bet line, if the betting line comes out and UW's a favorite, that is like when I'll. Like that's when my eyes will open a little yeah. bit. Yeah, you know I mean? and I don't. I just. Story. I think that's. I think that's very implausible. Yes. No. Yeah. If there's no chance it happens, yeah. I honestly like. What do you think that line would be? I wouldn't be surprised if it was close to like a touchdown. Like, I think it'll be like four and a half. Which is like something, something super just like standard. Like four yeah, and a, like <laughs> four four and a half. Have like, you guys yeah. seen the the breakout in the media about sports betting becoming legal just outside of Nevada? Yes, They're good trying stuff. To make it happen. Idaho's getting close to it. I don't know how close Washington is, but they'll, I feel like they'll be one of the last ones. But well, yeah. you would think, but that's the thing. Like you think Idaho would be one of the last ones given its conservative nature, but they're they're at the top of the list. And mm. Boise could use it. They could use it at being one of the few states that could legalize gambling. And I would do it. I would honestly do it, man. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> it's yeah. it's got to be, if you know what you're doing, it's got to be one of the easiest ways to make money. It's, yeah. You're, you're not working. Well, it's not labor. Who, who, <laughs> who knows what they're doing? Like, there are so few people who know what they're doing in terms of gambling. <laughs> right. Like, if, if, and if you, <laughs> if you are actually smart enough to know what you're doing, then odds are you're not a professional gambler. Like, you're probably in some sort of, like, computer science, like... You're not. You're not. Or you're. Play. Yeah. You're stat driven, or you're just throwing the games at that point. You probably are, have some influence, which is. It's just a conspiracy theory. It's. It's some of these games are decided uh, by by sports betting, Las Vegas, how many billions of dollars or hundreds of millions of dollars invest in each game. But uh, some more UW news: Jimmy Lake is now the highest paid assistant in state history. I use state history because these these assistants are state employees, right? Like they're. They are. They're, yeah. Okay. Okay. Just making sure. Um, and. Luke, what would you tell a casual observer trying to justify their salary? Like, if you had to tell a law-abiding, tax-paying Washingtonio justifying $1.1 million a year, I mean, you can't just say, oh, well, mm. Jimmy Lake's really good at recruiting defensive backs out of California. <laughs> and that's not going to be enough to justify his salary. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting because I, I don't, like, I wasn't, ex- like, preparing myself to have to explain this to the average tax 
paying <laughs> Washingtonian. Like, but also, I don't think base. that like it, I don't think that you have to, you know, <laughs> because like a lot of like the football team doesn't get all of their money from tax dollars. You know what I mean? No, like, no, you get it from ticket sales, merchandise. Yeah, exactly. TV. So I mean, I think the the way that you'd have to explain it, if there's like a taxpayer who's mad, it would, it would be hard because <laughs> there definitely if, are. If they're <laughs> upset about Husky football. Like paying an assistant one point one million dollars, then none of the answers are going to make them feel good. <laughs> you don't think this? Yeah. You know what I mean? That you, well, you it's could just say, no. no. I mean, it's Dude, like take a look at this commit from California. That was because of Jimmy Lake. That's not going to yeah, be exactly. It's like oh mind. well, look at Sidney Jones, Buddha Baker, Kevin King. Look at all these look guys. Look at all doing the NFL, NFL players. They exactly. They'll be like, I don't like. I don't care. Like they don't, and they and don't. It, yeah. Well, <laughs> no. What I find most like troubling about the pe- like. Your your average Washington taxpayer who who struggles hearing that these coaches get paid so much is like look at where the market value for these coaches like go around every single university. What university do you want to tell isn't doing this? Like well, are you trying? Like, yeah. You're trying most, to make though. it look well. No, you're trying to make it look like UW is the pro- like UW is doing this and no one else is. Like this is a a regular this is a regular practice around the country and every university is guilty of every public university is guilty of it and you yeah. can't find you can't point your finger at one of them for not understanding the market value and not understanding how the revenues of of the NCAA like go do your homework first yeah that's what i was going to say how, like, like go do how, your research. like the multi <laughs> the multi billion dollar industry that the NCAA is and then come back here and argue about their salaries cuz clearly like if you're arguing about their salaries right now you're not in touch with how the the whole economic system of the NCAA works exactly and like the, i just think it's a ridiculous thing t- to discuss in the first place because the like the money that Jimmy Lake is getting paid isn't coming from us, I don't think, for the most part. You know, no. it's mo- like it's. Mo- I I feel like the football team. I know for a fact the football team brings in a lot of revenue, and I would that's a safe be bet. Pretty <laughs> confident in betting that the majority of his one point one million dollars comes from money made by the football team. I'm just saying that money could go to school books, scholarships for you know highly educated people, uh, building new parks. Uh, building but those don't get people rich. <laughs> yeah, those that's do not. Those no, yeah. no, 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 no. I'm, I'm being, guys, I'm being sarcastic right now. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm pretending to be. <laughs> Clean uh, parks I don't, don't sell tickets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, you know what we need to do? We need to give teachers more money and uh, and doctors and soldiers. Soldiers also need more money. Okay, yeah, but okay, but then he, here's this. You know, like, I let's say you, you take you. UW's. You know, that's just what I'm saying, but I'm just trying to make that, like, <laughs> then maybe this is the argument, right? Okay, so you take the money that UW football is making and you put it to schools. UW gets behind on facilities. They start losing games, <laughs> and then uh, UW athletics starts losing money, and there's no money to take from them anymore. You know well, what I mean? Well, I'm not even talking about paying professors more. I'm talking about paying you know uh, kindergarten teachers more. Uh, yeah, okay, <laughs> sure, do that too. The, whatever, wherever the money goes, if it's not going back to the football team, the football team's going to start losing a ton of money. Yeah, and then and then everybody gets. <laughs> you paid have to less. pay money to like yeah. you have to spend money to make money. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, hey, yeah. So in your face, taxpayer. We're paying, yeah. We're paying uh, college football coaches to recruit out of Southern California to find eighteen-year-old defensive backs. Yeah, and you're just paying them to stay. You have to like, Please like Jackson stay, said. Yes. You look at the market yeah. for for college coaches. Like, if you don't bump Jimmy's salary to one point one, and then nominally ma- or nominally make him the defensive coordinator now, then he's going to go and be either the DC or head coach somewhere else. Like, yeah. probably. And, and you know, it's sense. it's actually it's pretty funny because we I I run into the same exact problem in the Evergreen newsroom, and, and you know, me Whoa. being well, me being no, 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 no. I'm just saying, like me being in the sports side, I understand how it works, and it, like Mike Leach's salary is not as ridiculous, but you know, you go to the news side, and and they they look at Mike Leach's salary and, and then think it's ridiculous, and it's just co- conflicting ideas of you know what's right and my i obviously side with well what's the market value of a coach like that and clearly he's being compensated accordingly to that market value whereas other people don't really look at the market value at all look so like you know i'm just i'm just saying like there it's just different ways of looking at it like where the money where the money should be going look the final argument that we're going to make before we go next topic is like doctors save people's lives, and we give, and yet people that throw a football for a living and coach football get paid more than doctors save lives. That's what we're saying, right? Well, now. okay. Hey, we got to go next topic now. Go, no, 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 no. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Go to the Washington, Washington, or Washington State, uh, state employees, and doctors are not that far 
far away. No, no, university no. doctors, <laughs> like they're in the millions too. Like you can't, I'm, I'm, you can't yeah, say that I, they're not up there. I'm, I'm just stereotyping right now. Yeah. I, I just wanted to make that a final argument just to you know piss you guys off. But uh, let's let's talk about something that's gonna piss me off right now. And it's, it's this new Bellevue football hire. Um, I don't know if you guys heard about this guy, Luke. You've heard. Of I kind of love it. I love Mike mm-hmm. Knipe. Knipe is a great dude. I I'm not saying he's not a great guy. I'm just saying I don't like the decision of making the head coach at Bellevue. And here's why. First of all. I, it's okay. It's gonna be a lot harder to discriminate against a twenty-four year old. Like it's Butch is easy. That's to what I'm, gonna say. That's what I'm a, saying. That's yeah. what's why it's the perfect hire. That's <laughs> yeah, why, no, I, I know. That's, that's precisely. It's the perfect hire for Bellevue. That's yeah, yeah okay. no, it's a fan. It's a phenomenal PR hire, <laughs> without a doubt. Yeah. And then I'll get into more about Mike later. But you but, say you state your case. Let me just get in some red flags. Okay, him being a Bellevue grad, a four-time state champion, literally in the prime of Butch's run. This he is fiercely loyal to Butch. That's a fact. And. Because of that fierce loyalty, like being a four-time state champion, it gives you a blind loyalty despite past scandals, errors, mistakes. And he's a young guy. Like this, and that's that's like that's like my first part of the argument is that like he literally said to the media, "Look, I don't I don't worry about stuff like that. I'm here I'm here to like look forward to the future. Forget about the past. Like this is this is my time. I'm not quoting it, of course, but like this is this is something that." I don't like to become involved with. I don't want to be involved. Like that's which, by the way, it's that has to be like a fallacy of logic when it comes to criminals. Like, oh, yeah. we, we did drugs, but I don't care anymore. Like that's the past. Like, no, you sold drugs or whatever. Like you committed a crime in the past. He's he's still a part of that regime. I I thought mm-hmm. that it was a hire to nowhere, but you know, with the last head coach that left, I I forgot his name as well. But when he left, um, he he was like an interim coach. I thought that was the last of that regime. You know, they have a new athletic director right now in John Hill. So I thought, okay, brand new coach, brand new stuff. But it turns out that's not true. He was on the staff last year. He's been a part of this program his whole life, basically. And he's, he's sticking around. And the final thing that's really strange to me is that, like we talked about, he's a young guy. He's only 24 years old. And he's working for Amazon right now. And Amazon is going to work him hard. Usually, like usually, um, like high school football coaches, especially the head coaches, they're either a teacher at the school, which – gives them the perfect you know segue like after school go coach or they're in their 40s and they have the ability to be flexible with their job and from personal experience and i'm sure jackson you can vouch for this when you get the younger guys like the people that want to come back and you know be a part of the program or the people like in their late 20s early 30s like kind of like working still kind of making a living these coaches have a three to four year life cycle when like they'll they'll be there for a little bit but then they they that they'll be like a wide receivers coach or like an offensive line coach. But then you know they got to move for a job or they got to start a family. Like something gets in the way. Yeah, that's why I, I don't say, like this argument. And I would say that's probably the number one concern if I were a, like a part of the the Bellevue football program. And, and just in terms of that hire is like how long is Knipe realistically committed to being the head coach of, of Bellevue football? Because you want a guy who's going to stay. Like you don't want a guy who's just going to. Oh, you know, this was a great experience for four or five years, but you know, I think I'm done now. I want to move on, and, and that—that's—I definitely see that happening. I think, Michael, you bring up a great point with those younger coaches. Their shelf life is just a lot shorter because you know, you want to move up in the world. You want to do different things. You don't want to be a—you know—you don't want to be a high school coach for the rest of your life. Um, and I think that's just kind of maybe a, a younger, more ambitious mentality. But you know, is someone who's maybe a little older and and can is looking for a more of a leadership role and, and trying to influence younger people. Uh, they're more willing to stay for longer. So yeah, I think, I think that's, that's a pretty valid point. Now, Luke, you want to vouch for this guy? Um, so what I'll say is this, I had a conversation with him before a ta- or at a tailgate before a football game this year. I can't remember which game it was, but he did tell me that like his heart is in coaching and he's like, he told me that he wanted to be a head coach like of Bellevue. Is like he he did tell me that, like straight up. I'm not paraphrasing, I'd but be hard to paraphrase at the it. same time, yeah. But at the same time, you know, like like you said, like eventually the rubber's gonna like hit the road. You know what I mean? Like yeah, he, yeah. He's a, a young professional he's so young, working dude. for he's one so of the young. fastest growing companies in the history of the world. Uh, he's like. Uh, like a UW business school grad, like his trajectory in the business world is upwards right now. Um, and like, like you'll have to make a decision eventually. And then you also, when he says that he wants, like when, when he said that he wanted to be a head coach, obviously I didn't like ask him a ton of questions to have him elaborate more on that. But, uh, like it, that's an easier goal to bookmark than it is to, uh, like becoming an executive at Amazon, you know what I mean? Or something like that. Uh, easier to attain? 
Well, or no, it's easier to like it's easier to bookmark being like you can be like, okay, cool, I'll be a high school head coach for five years or three years or whatever, and then if it gets too much to do work and be a uh, high school football coach, you can easy. It's easier to walk away from coaching football or high school football, go pursue your career, and then when you're kind of starting to wind down, get back into coaching, than it is to say, okay, I'm going to focus all out on coaching right now, and then when I've like yes, satisfied yes. with that, get all 15 of my rings or whatever, come back and pick up right where I left off. Like, no, yeah. that's not how it works. You're going to be a, I don't know, you're going to like be in an entry level job again. It'll be age like discrimination at that point. Like, you have, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. They, so they'll, they'll so, take the twenty something year old over you. <laughs> yeah, like what I'll say about Mike is like obviously I think, I, like he really cares about Bellevue football. He knows a lot about football. Being a former UW player, I think he'll be a relatable coach. Obviously, being a part of the program, um, someone that they can look up to as a guy who won four rings was part of like the glory days of Bellevue. Uh, I think, like I think he has. Like all the characteristics to be a great coach, uh, and then wh- whether or not he actually is able to, like you guys have been talking about, kind of dive into everything with all, everything that's on his plate. You know, yeah, we'll see. But why? Well, no, I think. And another thing, kind of just talking about his youth, is that I find a lot of young coaches want to come in and they want to do everything by themselves. You know, they want to take on every single challenge. And I feel like a part of coaching is understanding how to delegate your powers to, to other assistant coaches and, and finding the right staff who, who's going to fit a, you know, fit a team. And I, and you know, I'm not saying that, you know, he's not that kind of guy or he's going to try and, and take everything on by himself, but that is kind of something that I notice younger coaches tend to have a problem with just trying to find that balance of what is what is my job as the head coach and then what are jobs that I have to kind of delegate to to other assistant coaches and just the the fluidity of a football program mm-hmm. stuff you don't really think about you know when you say hey I want to be a head coach you know how well, you have to- a whole new staff he ha- he's already assembled a staff and uh, I don't know if it's new w- people where can you see his staff do you, is there a place you can see it or like the the, the, the new staff that he's formed uh, yeah I, you know, a program like Bellevue, like they, their boots—they probably have it on like a website or. They definitely because, like, even like the like the more more marquee programs like Skyline, Bothell, stuff like that, uh, they they like have like bios for their coaching staff. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, Bellevue football, like, I'm trying to find their website right now, and I, I you know, it's like they have their junior football program, the Bellevue School District version, DGFA, yeah. the greater. So yeah, they don't like have. Which is weird, yeah. I'm, I'm, I don't. I can't believe they don't have like a Bellevue High School football website. I'm sure they're boosters. Do you look Google like Bellevue High School All right, Bellevue well, football boosters. We'll, we'll check their uh, Bellevue High School website. Yeah, no, there's nothing. There's nothing I, I, I just I know a couple like just of his classmates from Bellevue. Mm-hmm. I'm curious to see if they're getting like the boys back together. That oh actually be kind of sweet. Yeah. You and I think that. That would be better for him because if he's working with forty-year-olds that are offensive coordinators, here's what happens when you put a young person—a little in insubordination power. from the older people. You don't want to be a bitch. You don't want to get pushed around by like people that are older than you or people, even people that are younger than you, like the kids. Like you gotta, you gotta be a hard ass. Like, and and it, it can create an uncomfortable role that you don't want to be because, yeah. like, the, think pl- about that. The players are—they see him. Like I don't know about you guys, but I see twenty-four year olds as equals. I don't think, and I, I'm like, like the yeah, but you're, you didn't, you didn't think, you didn't see a twenty-four year old when you were 16, 16 17, yes. 18. I think eighteen is equal. like honestly when you start, man. You're like literally between no, eighteen no, and no, thirty, no. everybody's kind of on a level playing field. I don't I, eighteen I, still in high school, a senior in high school. You're not. No, you're not. No. And 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 you would hope that a program like Bellevue, that despite its like kind of like scandals, they still have a certain level of respect for authority. Like that's just, I mean, it's it, it they're, they're they're good kids. Like they're raised in a good area. They probably have they are well, obviously they have a keep... certain level of respect for authority because they just ab- abided by <laughs> just, everything the coaches they said. They did, yeah. yeah, yeah. They were very they fed lines their whole life. No, no, no. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> this this the idea that when you're a young coach and you're working with people old and you work with younger than you. If you look at like the non-sports world, if you look at like, like you know, businesses that are it's like smaller businesses where they're run by you know recent college graduates or people in college, like it's very uncomfortable to, uh, for and it's it probably a lot easier for him. He's like six five, three hundred pounds, whatever he is. So I mean, oh my gosh, he's that big, right? No, guess who they're guess who the Bellevue defensive line coach is. 
Probably somebody Ooh. really famous. <laughs> I mean, he's going to be famous to, to me. <laughs> but, okay, well, who? <laughs> Alameda Tamu. No way. Isn't that ridiculous? That is That's pretty so ridiculous. sick. Oh, my goodness. At, so, Bellevue. He's the defensive line coach at Bellevue. At Bellevue, yes. All I made. Where'd you find this, dude? I'm, I'm looking everywhere. I'm on their max preps. Go to their max preps and then go to roster and it has they their staff. Their, uh, they had their staff on max preps. That's when you know you're a good program when you have, like... Oh, the yeah. Photos, the photos first, but... If, are you looking at the most recent year? No. Like, guess, who their, guess who their DB and special teams coach is. <laughs> if this is accurate, I'm going to, like... I might just have to quit. <laughs> quit what life? Yes. All right. Guess you want yes. to. Okay. He's known. He's known around these parts oh. for making big plays. Wait. Okay. I'm big play Babs. Yes. Big Jordan Babino. <laughs> yes. Isn't that what? crazy? Isn't that ridiculous? Are you? That's pretty <laughs> funny. <laughs> oh my goodness. What is he doing? Babs. That's the most unbelievable how the, thing how is time. he making these hires <laughs> i have no idea and so this is oh his staff huh this is updated like this is it this is yeah this is his staff no dude wow. no because uh mark landis is the head coach on his website and it's not mark landis anymore mm. this is no no year's. oh oh it is oh shoot <laughs> dang it uh, yeah we saw right, 2018 we saw keep him home dude <laughs> but dude like yeah, I mean, yeah, hey, why if, he can, not? if he can retain him. You think Jordan Babineau didn't want to be a head coach because it would be this? It's just no. I don't think. Yeah, I don't. Stuff. I think he has time to. Because, dude, being a head coach, it's a job. It really is. Because, like, not only are you, uh, you know, you know, doing your little three-hour practices every day, but you got to speak at meetings. You gotta, you gotta like check all the gear. Like, you gotta make purchases yeah. and. Well, not to and, mention at Bellevue, it's a particularly well-paying job. No, for sure. It is great. Yeah, yeah. it's five <laughs> figures, man. It's probably five figures. They, uh, they take oh, care of their coaches there. Yeah, they do. And there's high expectations, and there's a lot of people that are gonna yell at you if things. Probably uh, here's the thing, dude. Like, I just I noticed is like <sighs> you shouldn't say this, but I wanted to lose. I just want because if they lose, I will respect. I will gain respect for this new coach because what. It's, it's, it's not that I'll lose respect that they win. I just gain respect that they lose. That's all. all right, okay, is, is, that, is that wrong to say? Here's my hot. Here, here's a sort of hot take about Bellevue. Like, obviously, if all of the things that they got in trouble for are true, then their success should be tainted, right? But, like, think about, like, part of me feels like a lot of their success is because of their big home. Like, I know, like, Jake Eldrin Camp and Henry Roberts and Mike Knipe and David DeCastro and, like, all those guys were from Bellevue, you know? Like, it's not every, like, it's pretty rare, I feel like, around these parts especially, to just have four-star offensive linemen littered across your, uh, you know? City? Yeah. <laughs> no, definitely. So, right. I don't know. So, I feel like they'll always be successful. I feel like the program, like, you it's... Think so? Yes. I think that okay. it's very hard, like, it would be very hard to imagine any situation in which they start to just, like, lose games. Well, yeah, I but this- if they did start, like, it's just it just takes... Would you a gain respect? A little bit of losing. Would you like gain? If, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's start, it's start for like all a, the a wheels just right, to start right. to no, fall I, off. Yeah. I mean, you, you you think of how many schools are in the Bellevue area, how many different options there are. Yeah. Like, Newport, but, Interlake. It would have it to would, be. Re- oh, Newport, I guess, is good enough. I was going to say it would take another school to also emerge. Dude, Newport's Like, all of a sudden, legit, you're not man. just going to flack to Sammamish if you start <laughs> to lose games. You know what I mean? Yeah. Newport's no. for real, dude. They they got. Well, the only Newport's problem, good. The only pro- like they they're just good, run they're, that freaking triple yeah, option. It's honestly, just stupid. It no limits, one wants to play for that. It limits their potential. It and, absolutely and if you does. Suck at it. If you suck at the triple option, which Bellevue has never had a problem with, like though it has worked. But like, if well, you okay, run, but they adopted a spread. Like they no, they run the wing T, but they they definitely go out of it. Like it's not just all wing T. How like, much of it is? How much is Bellevue? Cause honestly, I've seen like one or two games over the last couple of years of Bellevue, and uh, they run, I, mean, dude, I would say Isaiah it's like Fox? I'd say it's like fifty fifty. Like they're in the shotgun to wing T. Okay, because yeah, when I was watching Isaiah Fonts against Garfield, he I think he carried it like forty times, dude. Like he is like he's like it's he just not twenty five hundred yards on the ground. It's just lame. I don't know why any coach, any coach in this day and age would want to run the triple option, the wing T. It's just a lousy way to play football. Yeah, the four running back sets. So stupid. Well, it's just not fun because. Yeah, it, it could work if you have a program like Bellevue where you can keep producing 300 pounds. It's just linemen, a but. bad way to develop football play. Like, yeah, it's, like it's how are key. you? Th- it's, you know, you're not even considering. It's like, it's like running zone defense with third graders. Like, you're not. Con- <laughs> yeah, you're not considering these kids' future at all. Like, you're trying to win. Like football. Like, you're trying to use a strategy that is specific to high the high school level, and, and like 
for, well, and specific to the high school level from like the eighties, <laughs> and then try and win with it. It's just stupid, dude. What are some re- so what are some receivers that uh, got the hell? Like Drew Sample was in that offense, but in fairness, wasn't Newport uh, uses their tight ends a lot, but. Like, no, he had like set, he had like eight receptions his senior but year. But they were all like touchdowns, like because they true because every, every time they like threw it, everybody was just an idiot and fell for play action. And a guy like Drew Sample can catch a bunch of touchdowns. dude. The, the Newport they have a tight end at Central too. Like they they uh they crank him out, man. Like they got they, uh, really? that's two, but huh. like they definitely have tight ends uh, that uh, get get receptions and and they'll also split out the running backs. Like Paul Wells came out and he's at UW, so you know maybe they uh. Maybe they, oh, oh yeah uh, the the yeah how, by the way how's former, Paul how's former, Paul doing former Paul, Ingor, Inglemore think, uh, guy once once in a prior life of Paul Wells yeah he, he was in the Inglemore district yeah he was in Kirkland because yeah, yeah. he was in, he went I to thought, he played Inglemore Junior Football till probably <laughs> probably like fifth sixth grade then went to Newport I think yeah you know the Bellevue transfer yeah. or because I see uh, a transfer I I have no clue I, I, think cause you don't, you don't I don't think, think it was like a football related oh yeah that's what I was about to say right. like yeah but how, hey, how's Paul doing right now because I know he's like four string running back right or yeah fifth? Paul Paul yeah he came to uh, he's playing receiver like isn't he playing receiver I'm trying to remember he, he's listed as running, a running back he was listed as a running back oh okay Paul Wells like th- they've done a lot of shifting around. Paul Wells and Ian Biddle, I both think, are receivers now. Well, Ian if, Biddle if was shifted a long time ago. He dude. was taking. He was playing DB. He was a defensive back, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. But I remember yeah. last. It was either last spring or fall. Paul Wells, like, just was like the most exciting part of camp for me. Like he yeah. was just making plays everywhere, and it was so exciting. A receiver? <laughs> yeah. Or no, he was like a running. He was a running back at the time. Yeah. And he was like, uh, like he was like just so shifty and like fun. Well, yeah, that's right. That's certainly what I remember from him. Being yeah, really shifty. But then he obviously averaged, he didn't end up playing. He ever over eleven yards of carry over his entire career. Like, yeah, I mean the dude was a beast. Well, he was a um, freak. He was so fun. Why don't they like? Is they, he runs the forty? Oh no, he's been hurt. That's right. Yeah, he's been hurt. That'd be hilarious to see him. You know what was just brutal is when Isaac Dotson was the quarterback of that Newport team running the triple option. Yeah, that was a yeah <laughs> with with, uh, with Connor Bauman. The, Connor the, Bauman the as the fullback. Yeah, oh yeah, was... my god! Like he was a load. That man who destroyed us. Uh, Connor Bauman. He's a fullback for Newport, and he went to Eastern. But it was like so. Connor Bauman was the fullback. Uh, Dotson was a quarterback. Sample was the tight end. They had Throck Morton on the line. Paul like Wells Paul in Wells in the back. Hey, they also had a kid named. Uh, they, they also had another oh, running back. Who was there. that other Jacuzzi kid? Oh. Jabuzzi, yeah. yeah, the black. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god! And he like all of them just, would just run wild. The, literally, the only reason why they didn't win state is because Ross Bowers and that Bothell team like barely beat them in the playoffs. Like people. No, wait, was that that year? Yep, that was. Oh no 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 no. They no, lost. That was, no, that, no, that, no 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 no. No, it was not. That was that was. Yep, yeah, that was. No, Bothell did not lose to Newport. No, in, they didn't. They I know, went I to the, the only reason why Newport didn't win the state championship oh. that year was because but, uh, but Ross Bowers had the, like, the nationally ranked team that year. That's it. Like no, uh, they did no Bothell. That Bothell did not. That was you're thinking. Those are two separate years. No, no, they're just saying they're, that was 2015. Yeah, and then the year they were really good was 2013. Yeah, yeah, right. Isaac Dotson. Yeah, you're right. The year before. Yeah, yeah I don't. Isaac I don't, Dotson was 2013. Yeah, but they were. They, oh no, that's right. Because they were in three at that time. Still, that like they were Ross three. Bowers was still a sophomore. Yeah, right, and He right, was like right. he but, threw more. He threw more interceptions and touchdowns that year. But but uh, that's when they were in three though. So they they probably got fed to Bellevue in the playoffs. That's why they didn't. Uh, were they three? Yeah, they were. They oh were, yeah, they, yeah. They, they, they that were. Was, that yeah. was 2012. That was 2012. That 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 team was around. No, they weren't because we played them in the playoffs. Inglemore. Inglemore played Newport in the play in in the first round, and we got just ran. Oh, it was like forty eight to zero, forty eight okay. to seven. Yeah. Well, it was a dream team that somehow. It was oh, absolutely, it was a dream team. Well, yeah. hey, we want to give a shout out to FSP right now. Um, they're doing really good things. They're, they're always they're doing good things year round, but they're doing really really good things right now. Uh, Shaquem Griffin, I don't know how he discovered FSP, but he's there now, training with them. <laughs> like he has no affiliation at all with uh, the Northwest area, and. I don't know if it was a referral. I don't know if somebody sent him a, a text, an email, a letter. But what do you guys think about been. that? Him, him working at I it. think it's cool. I, you know, where else I, are you going to go? Honestly, where else are you going to go? Jake Heaps, quarterback academy? Come on. Well, MSP's, I mean, they got a monopoly in that area, dude. Can't you theoretically, like, go, like, can you not, if as an NFL player, can you not just go to, like, the VMAC and just, like, work out by yourself? Like, is that an option? I mean, it'd be kind of boring because nobody else is there. Yeah, no one's taking videos yeah, of you. Yeah, right. And, and screaming, like, <laughs> 
respect yeah. the grind and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. Can't, no, no, it's not respect yeah. the grind, Jackson. It's can't cheat the grind. Can't cheat the grind. Okay. Can't yeah, yeah. cheat the grind. <laughs> hey. I mean, I, I think it's cool. Like, you know, obviously like we have, we have been at times critical, but n- not critical in the sense that we've you know, been fair. We we're said, hating. Yeah, we're critical in the sense that we want to be better. <laughs> yeah, we respect the Washington football culture enough to be critical about you know the the heavy impactors of or people who heavily impact the mm-hmm. the Washington football culture. So I think it's the criticism has been uh, you know warranted, but um, I think yeah, no, that's I think it's cool. Because you bring in those, you bring in those older players, and obviously younger players want to be around older players, and that's what like develops a cool environment when you have, you know, older player or younger players wanting to be around older guys, and those older guys are you know positive influences to those younger guys. So I think they definitely have a pretty cool little community going on over in FSP. Would you guys like to hear a true feel good FSP story? I would love a true feel good FSP this, story. This like, get a I don't know what the saying is, but like just be ready to cry. Have a, have a napkin. Right All right, I'm, I'm ready. All right. Trey Davis, a corner at a federal way, recently committed to USC, and Tracy, da- Tracy Ford discovered him in eighth grade at a federal way kid <laughs> camp, and he told Trey's mom, don't worry, I got him. And he worked with him for four years, and all that work and dedication got him noticed with an offer from USC. And Trey Davis said, I want to thank my family, my teammates, my trainers, FSP, and also my coaches. Tracy Ford turned this guy into from nothing to a scholarship. Okay, 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 okay. Stop, stop there, stop mm-hmm. there. This is where I this is where I immediately have the problem. Wait, what? And this is maybe just how you this is maybe just how you told the story. But we're assuming that this Trey Davis kid has zero athleticism, athletic <laughs> ability, can't play football before Tracy That's Ford not found. What there's I a said. reason. I, there's no. a reason that Tracy Ford identified this kid and said, "Hey, come work with me." Because yeah, because he had this kid ability. was a talented football player before. <laughs> and let's not give Tracy Ford the credit here for turning this kid around and making him a division. But what would one you athlete. say if Tracy said, "With hard work and dedication, FSP and four This years. is my problem. I love when we when that. Tracy Ford gives these kids the opportunity to elevate their game, but at no point can they take credit for it because it's all the, the, the athlete. It's nothing to do with Tracy Ford. He gives them the opportunity. They take the opportunity and they make what they, and they will make what they will of it. Okay. But like, you can't give, you can't say this is, you know, Tracy, Tracy Ford, just like, by the act, you know, on, by an act of God, is making this Trey Davis uh, a, a bona fide D one football player. Like that's not how it worked. How do you feel about Trey Davis saying his commitment? He liked to thank teammates, trainers, FSP, and also, and he didn't say also his coaches, but like in that order, he put teammates, trainers, FSP, and his coaches. Does that bother you at all? No, no. I mean, it I think it's me valid for him to to thank his trainers. But do you think it's valid to put trainers and FSP over before he says, I like to thank my coaches? I don't think he thought about that. Okay, yeah. Well, I, and maybe, <laughs> and if he did, I think it's, it's not like that, you know, it's just not that big of a deal. You, you thanked him. You thanked them all, <laughs> regardless of what order you thanked him in. You I, know. I just think that you should uh, thank family, coaches. Maybe he was doing chronological order. Actually, that was not chronological You know what? Order. I actually, I, I changed my mind. I, I changed uh, alphabetical order or. <laughs> yeah. Just some sort of order. Well, um, yeah. I actually changed my because it'd be weird to say I like thinking my family, coaches, teammates, trainers, and FSP for getting my because you put FSP last, it kind of like sounds like a cheap plug. Yeah, but uh, I just you know, I just think when you tell these stories, like this, this was the exact problem with with Barton. Barton was great in the sense that they gave kids an opportunity to elevate their game, but they started taking credit for the kids' elevation of their game. <laughs> And that's when it really starts to become a problem because, like, you're taking credit for the hard work of others when, in reality, you just gave them the tools, the resources to become better. You don't get to take credit for someone becoming better when you've just given them the resources to do it. That's still their own hard work. Make sense? Is that, you know... What was that? In terms of just not... You can't really take credit for someone's hard work when all you've done is give them the tools to yeah, to achieve that. For sure. No, yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. Yeah. I mean, I, I think you can't just, yeah, place... Like, you have to give credit, obviously, to the person who did the work and to the person 
that had like the talent. You could have put. You could have given me Tracy. You could have given me to Tracy Ford at birth, and I wouldn't be playing yeah. D one football. You yeah, know what I mean? You know, yeah. <laughs> at a certain point, it is. It is the player. Unless maybe he trained me to be a punter from literally day one. I might have a shot. That's a question. Like I don't want to. I think like punting is very difficult. And I don't want to demean any punters yeah. out there. But do you think you could take a just a person of like maybe <laughs> of hum- average modest- average average athleticism to maybe slightly above average athleticism and train them from the minute they could walk to punt the football? Do you think they could get a Division One offer? Yeah, I do. I right. do think I I think that's possible. But I think like that's possible for a number of other like average athleticism and, and start, but. I mean, obviously, there's a ton of variables that go in from training someone from day one, from their birth until when they go to college, that can affect if they're actually going to do that. But That's like, true. I do think, I do think that is achievable. Look, guys, I've already pledged my life to Team FSP. Does anybody else here want to, you know, give their life? Not give their life, like you know, their football allegiance. Does anybody Was that the tweet to? that you made? <laughs> <laughs> I I did some soul searching and. I this is like they're they're doing great things for the kids. Um, yeah, they made mistakes in the past, but they've learned from it. They're just trying to you know like they give away a lot of like they give, they give a lot of free lessons away just financial situations. Um, they're, they're they took over a high school to make them a powerhouse in Garfield, like no, in, in uh in Rainier Beach. Like I just think that this is a positive uh, environment, and that's why I decided to uh, pledge my allegiance. I don't know exactly how I said it, but so after, yeah, after months, uh, after months uh, of consideration, I it, think. I, I don't think I don't think we're I'm quite there yet. I think realistically to me that uh like FSP is kind of where Barton was at in like 2010, 2011. <laughs> like, you know, you think something's going to come along? <laughs> okay. And, and, and like circumstantially it's the same cuz obviously, you know, FSP has a ton of professional guys training with them. It's like it's a different look. It's a different look. It's not the same, but circumstantially with where like this like training where these training programs were and, and like these uh I don't know, just what whatever you want to call the FSPs and the Bartons of the world. Uh yeah. But like, you know, there's still there's a peak and you gotta you gotta live past the peak and, and you know, cause it's gonna it's gonna start the the negative PR at a certain point kind of like overwhelms and and I don't know if it's going to happen like kind of it did with, with Barton and they kind of just like really start to to take credit for people's success. Like, you know, I, I don't think it's going to happen like that because they've already had a number of guys that have, that have come out there and they they seem to handle it, you know, pretty well. But, you know, there is also a sense that like there's some like free advertisement coming from from their the their PR. athletes. Uh, it's, do, uh, you know, I don't know it, yet. I'm not to, sold yet. If you think of bet. Would you say that Tracy Ford has taken PR classes or public speaking classes or yeah, like damage control classes? For, I think it's uh, and, and I would as say far no. as like being a business owner, like you know, running a company. Probably has he, maybe has he seeked advice from someone? Like how maybe, to, how to but I don't think he's like relations. he's like gone to like a class or, seminars like, or, or he's like hired like a PR firm. Or you think he's, no, I don't think he's done anything. I would bet he's drastic. been on some webinars before though. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know. He's in a tough position. He's in a tough situation. Whenever Luke, you're dealing you? with kids of that age, you're automatically going to be put in a tough situation. And you have success. Yeah. If you have success with kids, it's going to be an interesting and, and a touchy subject. Like this is kind of a cop out answer, but whether it's he's sought advice or actually taken a class, he's clearly done something to educate himself on these types of goings or like happenings. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. He's very well versed in navigating these waters. Luke, you want to commit your life to FSP Team FSP right now? Yeah, I don't like. What does that? What does that entail? If they (laughs) they can, if they can get me to a Division (laughs) One level, like okay. Guys, how about we all we all pitch it? We all go in this? and we buy our like ten sessions. We go ten training sessions to FSP, and we see we really go in and see what this is about. Yeah. Like, all right, I, I want to. Here's what I'll do. This is just a bunch of speculation. If they can get like, what do you like? What like? I want to find out what my percentage body fat is. 
and I want them to get me. They're, they're not a hospital. Like, can we know? actually? Can we well, actually no, but, try and go in as like a group training session? Like one training session. One just training? go. Yes, that just would be actually. In. I'd be so down. <laughs> I'm so down. Dude, we are, I am, dude. I am more than that, dude. Um, like, Mike, I like, feel uh, like Jackson might embarrass us there, though. D- oh no, no, I, no. <laughs> oh God, no, God, dude, no. I'm a see, fraction I, of the <laughs> former athlete I once was, and even when I was an athlete, I was still pretty damn slow. Wait, okay, like, wait, I was not a. I was not a burner by any means. Yeah, okay, but if we're like, if we're throwing weights around, like. That, then that's when I. Uh, <laughs> well, Dude, we'll, we'll we see. To, I don't know. We have to come up with the backstory. Okay, we're gonna say um, we're we're trying to walk on to Central Washington University. And well, you're trying to walk on to Central. You're trying to walk on to UW. I'm trying to walk on to WSU. That's how it's like. That's how hey, we sell it. The important thing is we have money. That's all they care about. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like we're truth. paying we're paying customers. What <laughs> what does it training. yeah What does it matter? What does it matter? And I just want to see what it's about. I you want know? a mic. I want to. I want to like wear, be mic'd up. Uh, be yeah, mic'd I, up. I, 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 oh he just like goodness. rips your underarm open. Like, what is this? Like, dude, what? I, I know it's like seat. I know like you can see the outline of a, of a mic, but well, um, you know, now <laughs> that I think about it, I think we should actually. I don't think we should try and lie about. it. I think we should go up like, hey, we're not like actual athletes. We just want to pay for a training session and see what this is about. No, we don't have to say what we think. Wait, by the way, this, is, this should totally be an off-the-record conversation. But uh, we, <laughs> we Well, it's have, on the record, so. Yeah, so. yeah, nobody reach out to Tracy Ford and tell him we're doing this. Like, we just want to, we just, it honestly, like, it's not what even. I think the most famous nothing, person if, that's listened to our podcast is. I'm sorry, that just burning question came in when I was like, yeah, what if I Tracy don't Ford has listened? I don't think he has, though. Well, no, Ryan. I know, but then, then I thought, like, I know, and I was like, hey, he probably hasn't, but do you think. <laughs> We ha- like. Do you think someone with more than five thousand Twitter followers has listened to our podcast, excluding like Chris Fetters or someone that's like just yeah. tossed me a bone? Yeah, <laughs> uh, Ryan, guys, Ryan Clary, you guys, you guys can't be right now. Ryan Clary is very close with the show. Like that's really. I want him on. Like, hey. like I've, I've talked to him on. Yeah, I've talked to him oh. before. No, huh. he knows. He knows about the show. He listens like, to. Him. Okay, well, yeah, how about someone that? Yeah. How about someone that twenty percent of Seattle would recognize on the streets? Do you think that's <laughs> happened? Dude, God, honestly, no. dude, Brock Hewitt doesn't even have twenty percent recognition in Seattle. I'm not even kidding. He might have twenty percent. How about twenty percent of our listeners would recognize on the street? That is that is an attainable that, goal. Oh, that no, is that not. is certainly twenty percent. That's like, dude, but I mean, to to a certain degree, twenty percent of our listeners might recognize Ryan Clary on the street. So, no, like, that's true oh, oh, of our our listeners of our oh, yeah, audience. That's what I'm saying. Okay, that's what I'm saying. I thought you said twenty percent of Seattle. Like, that's not a goal. Like, no. No, dude, no, no, no. But dude. Of our audience. Dude, okay, if Joe Rogan walked in a bar, would you know he that's Joe Rogan? You just think that's some fucking ripped guy. You just no, I think I think I'd know Joe Rogan. You think but you know like him? I'm I'm pretty well versed with my comics. Okay, fine. So if Chris that's, Fetters that's, walked yeah. into a bar, I would not like. Well, I think, I, I also know who Chris Fetters is, so okay, yes, okay, I would yeah. know Chris. You gave two horrible examples. <laughs> I'm just trying to think of like, like okay, if Brock Hewitt walked into a bar, what percentage of people in Seattle would actually know it's Brock Hewitt? Not that many. I would say five percent. That's kind of sad. Five yeah. percent. I recognize the crowd okay. better, bro. Okay, I, what no, about I Mike would too. Salt? But like, <laughs> you think that even one percent? Less than one percent. <laughs> yeah. Less than one percent. Dude, honestly, more people would know us walking into a bar than like if we walked into a bar. I'll be like, honest. I I at one point uh, did not recognize Danny O'Neill, and he. I was actually ta- <laughs> I was speaking to Danny O'Neill. I was this is when I worked at Nordstrom selling shoes, and he was in there. Dude, his voice wearing, is like the most iconic. Thing I know. <laughs> well, no, he was just kind of checking it around. I saw him his seven ten shirt on, and I had applied for the uh, the internship last summer, and I was like, oh hey, like I applied for your guys' internship, and then he, he kind of started talking to me, and he started writing his contact info down, <laughs> and then started writing his name, Danny O'Neill, and I was like, oh my. god god like are you kidding me like i didn't even recognize danny o'neill like how am i i'm telling him i was about to apply for their internship and i couldn't even recognize one of the main guys on their show you think he be- knew that you didn't recognize him he's yes i think he did and i when I like no i legitimately apologized that i did not re- i was like oh my god like i can can't believe i couldn't put like a name to the voice like how you doing man and he was like oh don't apologize for anything so he's a really nice guy but uh I did have one of those one of those mistakes. You're well, not perfect. I am not perfect. No, no, I'm not. Hey, uh, let's let's talk uh, some more Luke Falk because this is actually this actually kind of caught my eye. Oh my god! Okay, um, there was a very <laughs> belittling team statement. It wasn't like a team statement; like it came from the Times website. And to me, like if it comes from your website, you endorse it. And did you see this? What the what what the Tennessee Titans uh, writers said about Luke Falk? No, and to be honest, when you when I saw 
that we the, were going to talk segment? about right, this, right. I was like, Unscripted. you know, I could go research this and, and you know, <laughs> provide some counterpoints, but or I could just get a really candid response here and just see what I think. And I decided with the latter, so so hit me. And honestly, sometimes I like that more. Sometimes I just yeah. like the genuine <laughs> reaction because that's that comes from the heart. Yeah, so right. uh, hey, let me read this to you guys right now. Um, the Titans didn't bring Falk on board to compete with Marcus Mariota for a starting spot. And as a rookie, he'll have a tough time unseating veteran Blaine Gabbert for the number two spot. Gabbert has a strong arm and experience, but Falk has a chance has a chance to convince the team that he's worth a spot on the 53-man roster. And perhaps in time, he can prove that he's a long-term option as Mariota's backup. Hmm. I know I'm anxious to see him slant. This is the most condescending, belittling, disrespectful, personal attack the Titans website could have said. Yeah, no, I think that, you know, to be <laughs> honest, I, I, I would tend to agree with you a little bit, actually. I think that when you're talking about, like, Blaine Gabbert as your, like, solidified backup, like, hold the phone. Like, yeah. we're always just saying Blaine Gabbert is just the, go like, you know... The goat. The, the guy for number two. Like, I, I wouldn't... I would not say that by by any means. Um, but he... But don't... Hey, they justify the point by saying DeFalk has a chance to make... And, well, and, and to identify Gabbert's arm strength as, <laughs> an like, the, an experience as the reason. Like, experience what? Throwing interceptions? Like, what is his, playing, what is his experience? Playing in front of 12 people in Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Like, All that's, that's fantastic. Um, so, to say... I, I mean, if you really... If that beat writer like was willing to make a bet on Luke Falk making the fifty-three man roster, I would uh, I would be happy to to make any sort of bets <laughs> like that. I think there's a a almost a one hundred percent chance that he makes that fifty-three man roster. Well, and how do you feel about the line? And in time, in time, he can prove he's a long-term option as Mariota's backup. That's see, that's just you. that's like, just that's, lazy. That's just yeah. lazy. <laughs> like, okay, maybe like, but if like. And when you're saying that, like, in time, just maybe, like, no, you're thinking maybe in time he leaves and fights for a starting job somewhere else. Like, I would say if, you know, everything just turned out okay and, you know, it was just like Luke Falk was like, eh, you know, just another six-round draft pick, like, he would be Mariota's backup for a good amount of time. Like, that's the okay situation scenario okay so say this was jake browning coming out of the nfl and obviously oh oh okay i i gotta, I gotta ask you one more question after this jackson but i'll, I'll get okay, luke's yeah. thoughts on this so um so take that whole context luke but put jake browning there you'd be a little irritated right like you'd be a little oh yeah <laughs> yeah yeah for sure i'd definitely be i'm even irritated listening to it about luke volk oh you are that's the most prolific passer in conference history <laughs> give him a shot you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know. They it's are. Like, They're giving you a chance. The to one thing. Roster. The one thing. Actually, the, the thing is, that Jackson said that's so right is it's just lazy. It, like that you like, you know, like you it's just like I don't know. Him. It's just it, it doesn't it doesn't need to be like. First of all, it doesn't need to be said that he's not going to beat out Mariota. Like they don't need yeah, to qualify <laughs> that. And then like. Yeah, and then why say that, like, oh, maybe if everything is just, like, stars just shining and perfect, he'll eventually be his long-term backup. It's like, no, that's not probably Luke Falk's, like, if Luke Falk has anything to say about it, he won't be Marcus Mariota's yeah. career backup. You, you know? don't like, think so? Well, the thing is, no, no. Yeah, like, Dude, yeah. Okay, this is my advice for Luke Falk. Just keep your mouth shut, live in Nashville, Tennessee, raise your family, take a paycheck, shut up, just go okay. to camp every no. year. Here's, here's what I think, and just from hearing it from one time, just when you read it, all the scenarios that he like kind of like laid out are either very highly improbable or they were so obvious they shouldn't have even been said. Like, <laughs> like, he's, going to, like, like he's going to be Mariota's backup. Like obviously he's going to be Mario. He's going to be a backup of Mariota's. That's no one said he was going to try and start. But then like the next two scenarios, like struggling to make the 53 man roster and then, <laughs> You know, if everything goes perfect, he could be a long-term backup. He has like, a chance. Those, not I a just chance. think though, I think those are like improbable situations for a his rookie season, like struggling to make the fifty-three man roster, and b if everything turns out, you know, great for Luke Falk. Hey, um, 
I was what I wanted to ask you at the very beginning was are you going to Wyoming for week one? As of, yes, I should be you in are? Wyoming. Okay. Yes, yes. Are you I do radio. No, no, just just covering it for uh just covering it for the Evergreen. Okay. Are they, uh, all right, cool. Yeah, this, I, I wasn't sure. Mm-hmm. Because, uh, yeah, yeah. Obviously that's the, that's the plan right now. Are you, um, are you flying? If, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. All right. It's not too expensive to get to a flight into Wyoming, actually. I feel like, is that, is that how it works Achievable. in rural areas? Because Cheyenne obviously has an airport, but I've always believed that like, if you want to go, like, for example, when you go to Central Washington to play football, um, mm-hmm. or if you go to WC to play football, you go to Spokane. Like, you don't go to, you don't fly to CW Airport. Yeah. But well, Cheyenne is fine. Is it Cheyenne? Is that where yeah, you're flying to? Yeah, I think okay. I, I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cheyenne. And I'd have to go check, double check on. Like, where is Wyoming University? Yeah, you know, I'd it's, have to, uh, yeah. It's in Laramie. So let's see, Cheyenne to Laramie. Let's see how I draw that. This has nothing to do with what I want to talk about, but I just want. Yeah, it's, okay, it's about 50 miles east, so. It's 50 miles west. I'm trying to think, did I, I either have already have my ticket booked or. I was supposed to do that and I haven't done it yet either. Hey, did you know with airplanes, um, the further it's the further out. Hotels are different. The hotels, the closer you get, the better deal. But airplane mm-hmm. tickets, definitely want to book that out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, that about does it for the news cycle in Washington football this week. We have new episodes every single Tuesday. Leave us a five star review on iTunes. We're going to get some extra high school football coverage as uh, spring ball starts. Also, the East West All Star Games roster was announced. I, I'll get, we'll, we'll get those for you guys. We'll, uh, We'll analyze those uh, in, in, in your time, probably next week. Uh, find us on Twitter at Micah underscore Chen, at Luke, M-O-U-N-G-E-R, and at Jackson M. Garner. Any questions or comments, send us an email at MicahChen at Yahoo.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, we always appreciate the feedback. Yeah, I would, love, I would love a question and or a comment or some constructive That's your criticism. homework as the listeners. Yeah. <laughs> or or uh, we're trying to build. We're trying to build a community. Whoever, this yeah. isn't just us. If you tweet at us a question, comment, and concern, you will be... There's a 100% you will be in, chance you will be replied to. That is for sure. Yes. And like, I don't but know. All three of us, absolutely. Maybe... <laughs> what? Like, actually, no. It's not a good idea. I'm not even going to say it. <laughs> well, what we are going to say is we're going to appreciate your feedback. Um, for myself right now, uh, the state baseball playoffs are coming up. So uh, not this weekend. Not uh, This weekend's regionals. But next week in select 25th, 26th, uh, tune into your local team on the obscenely cheap NFHS network, just $9.99 a month. <sighs> and I'll be doing broadcasts in you know, Tri-Cities of Yakima. So cool. if you're on the west side, uh, tune into the Tri-Cities broadcast. And if you're on the east side, tune into the Yakima broadcast. Color? Color commentator? Play-by-play. Play-by-play? Oh, nice, nice. I mean, I don't know who I'm working with. I just know I'm doing one, but... I'd rather do play by play. I don't mind. I don't care either one, honestly, man. Will you have another guy with you? I, I, I assume they put me with somebody else, but... It, Good. I, I, I broadcasted a couple of UW baseball games alone, and it is different. Is it hard? <laughs> yeah. Really? I, imagine doing a baseball game on your own. Yeah, I mean, it's just... It's, the na- is, like, it's, it shouldn't yeah. even be allowed. <laughs> no, no, no. Baseball is tough alone. I've done basketball alone. Well, that's fine. Basketball it, is easy, and I yeah, almost prefer... Basketball is the easiest sport... I prefer to do it alone. Same, like a hundred percent. I like I used to broadcast games in high school. Basketball, so fun to do alone. Yeah, because <laughs> you just fly through it. Like, oh yeah, absolutely. Like, what? What's the longest break in a basketball game? Like, like, like what's, a, how long is media timeout? Are you 90, joking? 90 in high school seconds, basketball, yeah. and exactly. Basketball, like, never you, any by the time a media time timeout comes around, you have like a thousand seconds worth of stuff you want to talk about. <laughs> yeah, no, I hundred percent agree with that. Okay, that's a good point. I'll have to, I'm going to email the the network and say. Hey guys, make sure you put me somebody because who's who's network? Hey, get get me on the call. What are we doing here? Like, you wanna you I wanna got, do it? Yeah, can, I'm down. I can, yeah, I can email the guy. Let's do um, it. It's on. Yeah, and if it does network. Yeah. And, no. I. Uh, I. And is it so? Or the state playoffs? Correct. State playoffs. Yeah, what weekend is it? It's, yeah, it's what, not. Like, it's not this this weekend's regionals. Uh, it would be next weekend. Which screw it. How about get ready let's to just, get ready to th- let's just do all three of us and I'm have it like be an, M- an, ML- an MLB if tonight. If have it be like an MLB <laughs> tonight. <laughs> do that'd be so sweet. Well, you don't know what they throw would, it down to me in the dugout with yeah. their manager. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, that would be so fantastic. Dude, we, we'll get you like on the selfie portrait mode, like so. You oh can, yeah, that'd uh, be so sweet. That like they need more camera angles. So if we can like somehow sync your phone with the side with the with the with the dugout or. Anywhere, anywhere, like on the front in the first few rows, we could definitely get a. Pro- well, what, what end up happening though is uh, if uh, if people, you know, because like honestly, the NFL network it it, it 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 caters itself to college recent graduates, high school, mm-hmm. like that's 
They, yeah. That's the broadcast they go for. But if all of us, which by the way, we'll, we'll, we can all do it, but if like all three of us want to do the same broadcast, they tell us, hey, no, you go there, you go there, yeah, you go yeah, there. Like yeah, it, would yeah, just, yeah. it would just send us out. But tune into those broadcasts, uh, 25th, 26th. Uh, great high school baseball going right now. Some of the best in the country. Are there any projects or plugs that you guys are working on right now? No. Nothing noteworthy no. right now. <laughs> I don't have yeah, anything man. to plug right now. <laughs> uh, stop by Nordstrom, the... The Nordstrom rack. <laughs> so, what, no, oh, how dare you, you say the Nordstrom rack? Uh, I'm, I'm. As of now, if if ev- literally everything Are else falls through, <laughs> no, I sell designer in Bellevue. Thank you very oh, much. You're in Bellevue, okay. But uh, yeah, um, but uh, if if designer. everything everything falls through, I will be selling uh, shoes in Nordstrom in July. But okay. that is that is if everything falls through that I have planned for the summer, and hey, so I need, hopefully, dude, hey, I need hopefully, also if anyone needs to purchase life or disability insurance, <laughs> 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 Northwestern Mutual they've been putting people on for a long time. Yeah, Local, no, friendly. I'm going, to, I'm going to pioneer yeah. the industry with cold tweeting. <laughs> um, okay, oh, yeah, great. I guess if you need life insurance, go to yeah. go to Luke. <laughs> you know where to find him. <laughs> uh, yeah, find us on Twitter. Um, for Micah Chen, Luke Monger, Jackson Garner, signing off. Thanks for listening, guys. Peace. Peace.